Yes, indeed, Servant Leaders. Welcome back to the podcast. This is mini episode number four this weekend, and we're excited to be coming back to you with idea number two from our published article, The Year of Discovery, through the Servant Leadership Institute. Have you had a chance to check the article out yet? Listen, each one of us are journeying through something, and what has tripped many of us up is that we've placed a limit on ourselves. That limit is one. Hey, we're going to dive deep into it all here on this mini episode, but that limit starts with a lack of community. This idea of discovering how to fulfill and sustain life on our own is a lonely one and highly limited because of a lack of access. This is the reason why we have this goal of 100,000 subscribers. It's not just a tagline that sounds nice when we add 100,000 conversations. The conversations are to be had with us by you. These conversations are to help us create the kind of community that we don't have to travel on this road of discovery alone. So we're building a strategy to grow this community, but we have realized here on the podcast that we cannot build this community unless we hear the voices of this community. We need to hear from you, sermon leaders. Wherever you're listening to this podcast at, would you drop a note and let us know you're out there? What are you journeying through? What have you found so far in your year of discovery? Maybe head on over to where the blog is located and make a comment there. There are people that you and I don't know yet that your story can help. And as your voices grow, this community will grow. And that's how servant leadership makes a difference. Speaking of making a difference, we already have our next series on our mini episodes on deck. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a leadership crisis. And we're not making the kind of difference we'd like to with this current generation. It seems like generation after generation, our differences within the age gap produces issues and the previous generations are attempting to assimilate the coming generation without trying to serve the next generation. We'll be presenting the numbers, discussing the issues, and providing solutions. You see, part of the reason we have this leadership crisis is because we're unwilling to be the servant leaders we should be. Servant leadership doesn't seem to be powerful enough. This is why our goal of 5,000 downloads this year is so important. Again, this isn't about a pat on our back here at Surface Power. This is about making a difference. You see, we're discovering that even within the community of servant leadership, the concept of servant leadership is becoming less and less compelling, even though it's more and more needed. So when you download an episode, it tells the servant leadership community and everyone else around that this isn't a subject matter that's laissez-faire. It's not taboo. This is something that needs to have real attention paid to it. Here's another way to allow your voice to be heard. Go back and pick out your favorite three podcasts and download them. Go ahead, pause this right now and go do it. Let your voice be heard. And finally, to let your voice be heard, if we're honest, we have podcast topics and guests booked out and ready to go through the spring into the summer with more guests to interview that have not been scheduled yet. But we sincerely believe that there are topics that are near and dear to you. And we would be humbled and honored to hear them. Take a moment and email us at helloservicespower.org or connect with us via Twitter or LinkedIn. Everywhere you listen to this podcast at, tell us what you want to get answers to. It's most likely that there are others that are thinking the same thing you are, but haven't voiced it just like you haven't voiced it. And here's your opportunity to engage with this community. 
and allow your voice to be heard. We're excited to see what you come up with. We are passionate about serving you well, and the biggest help is understanding what you need. We need to understand one another more, and one of the most interesting people I have ever met is next up on the podcast. Dr. Jenny Jackson started from the bottom and worked her way up. She never received any favors and grabbed every opportunity by the horns. But do you know how she became an adjunct professor of leadership at the University of Kentucky and the executive director of the Owensboro Community Health Network? She embraced her passion about serving others. All that, and guess what? Dr. Jackson is a proud introvert. Introverts are some of the most misunderstood and misrepresented people groups in the leadership conversation. Many people assume that to be an effective, high-level leader, you must have an extroverted personality. I asked Dr. Jackson to come on the podcast and discuss some of the myths around introverted leaders and why introverts have the capacity to be great leaders, particularly serving leaders. You probably know someone who's an introvert and you see something amazing in them. This is the one episode you will definitely want to invite them in to listen on. You may help to free a friend to reach the potential they never thought possible. That's going to go down next weekend on the podcast. How do you define success? We've talked a ton on the podcast about success and the major difference between it and significance. If you need a refresher, go check out episode 34 of the podcast where we dive pretty deep on the topic. The reality is many of us define success through an impressive job title, more money, what we can control, whether it's a large account or a large team. The truth is our success is typically defined by others. The major issue is the way others view what we do could be rooted in nearly anything, and oftentimes, it's not for our good. Most of our leaders aren't servant leaders. It becomes easy to veer away from servant leadership behaviors because we're more focused on what they say about us, and what they say about us, it becomes how we describe ourselves. I think most of us have had that happen. When we seek approval or affirmation from our family or friends or colleagues, we even internalize it as an indictment against us personally. And what ends up happening is we take those things and we limit ourselves based on what they said because the measurement of success has been set by other people. Many times, those people have no clue that you or I are using what they say as a barometer for our success in life. We end up with damaged self-esteem and self-worth. We lose our intrinsic motivation and drive. We define ourselves by our failures. And one of the saddest things I've experienced in leadership is when phenomenal workers and a people define themselves by their missteps, mistakes, and misfortunes. And the greater tragedy is when leaders don't redirect those thoughts by uplifting them and reminding them who they actually are. Why don't leaders help reorient the mindsets of those around them. Well, it's because the leader sees themselves through those same exact lenses. As a matter of fact, servant leader listening to this podcast, you are not the sum of your greatest failures. Your failures are the foundation for your flourishing. You're not what they said you did or how you performed. That's not your identity. Here you go, servant leader. Action step right now. You know at least one person who has been defined by their failure. Pull out your phone. If you're driving, make a mental note. But if you aren't, text someone right now and let them know that they are more than others have told them. Then be specific and tell them something real that allows them to see their value outside of what they do. 
deal with who they are. Idea number two, to focus your vision and go deeper than the status quo by intentionally leaning into a discovering mentality is to discover the limits that others have been placing on themselves and help them remove it. For many of the people working around you, those limits have been placed on them by them working on the wrong thing. They've been limiting themselves because they're trying to develop what people are saying about their work, not actually developing who they are. They've fallen into the what's in it for me trap. This phrase has continually handcuffed themselves and others by measuring worth and value, by matching it up for what's in it for them. When Excellent leaders are willing to do things for others without regard for what's in it for them. The kind of leader that has this mantra is one who's looking to develop their character just as much as they develop their technical skill. Yeah, I said just as much. Because let's face it, we need to be good at what we do to become influential. We have to be the cream of the crop at our profession or whatever we claim is our calling card in life. From the boardroom to the living room, we have to be the best executive director or the best executive manager of the home and everything else in between. But being technically sound doesn't make us truly influential. Robert Stephen Kaplan, president and CEO of the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas and the author of the article linked on the blog for this particular idea, said character and leadership often make the difference between good performance and great performance. As we tear open this point, let's look at a few ways we could take the limits off others by helping them develop their character. One, refocus your core values. Two, determine your real self, ideal self, and dreaded self. Your real self is who you believe you are right now. Your ideal self is your goal and who you desire to be and your dreaded self Is who you fear becoming. Three, develop the courage to reassess, make adjustments, and pursue a course that reflects who you truly are. Four, translate your personal values to calculated action. After you do your personal reassessment and adjustment, ask yourself, who are we? If you and them don't match, you have your first calculated action, whether that's in business or in community. And finally, number five, get a mentor that exhibits stellar character. The great thing here is that it's hard to coach these steps without actually subjecting yourself to them as well. As you and the people you serve roll into these, you'll flesh out the ways your character will grow and you'll discover that there is a brand new you right around the bend. We like to meet the brand new you. Send us a message. We want to hear about your progress. And after all, you're on this train with us and we hope to see you around the next stop. It's our honor to serve.